So the snippet is sponsored by Renee Jack Nussbaum, Lila Nishmas Adol Bas Yehuda Tzvi. After our Hanukkah break, we return and continue our study of the second Hallelujah following Ashrei, the culmination and completion of the book of Tehillim. We've been developing this theme of seeing and feeling Hashem's presence in our life, that the testimony that we give in our Amunah is not in principle, it's not in theory, it's not conceptual, but it means in practice. We see Hashem's hand guiding nature. We see Hashem's hand guiding not only collective history, but our individual history as well. And we last left off, Hashem gives courage to the Anavim, those who are humble. And the opposite of humble is, according to David HaMelech, not arrogant. The opposite of humble is wicked. Because the arrogant person, by definition, invariably, will have poor judgment and bring himself or herself to wickedness. So we continue. Enu l'ashem b'soda, zamru l'alokeinu b'chinur. Enu l'ashem b'soda. Translate the word enu. So the word enu usually means, la'anot is, to answer. Answer God b'toda with gratitude. If you look at most Sidurim, I've looked at a few, they translate enu as to say, to sing, to recite, to proclaim. It's interesting, none of them translate as answer. But it occurs to me, the simple understanding of the Pasuk, David HaMelech is telling us that the answer we provide to Hashem's graciousness and goodness to us is to express gratitude. Our lives should be an answer to the call. He's calling us. He is challenging us. He's mandated us with a mission to be our best selves and to make a difference in His world. And Enu, the answer we give, is to live a life of an attitude of gratitude. But more than that, this word Enu, we do find in the Chumash, in describing calling something, saying something out loud. Where does it say it? The Mikra Bikurim, Ve'anisa Ve'amarta. Ve'anisa Ve'amarta. And if you look at Rashi there on Ve'anisa, he doesn't say to answer and say, but Rashi writes on Ve'anisa Bekoram, that it means to say something out loud, not in a whisper, or an undertone, not to simply keep it to yourself or to mouth it, but ve'anisa means bekoram. So ve'anisa ve'amarta means to recite something out loud bekoram. And the Pasuk, what David HaMelech is telling us is if you in fact really feel gratitude, if in truth you're profoundly appreciative for the gifts and the blessings that you have, you don't keep it to yourself. Real gratitude is shared with others. If a person genuinely feels grateful, you tell everyone in the world, you'll never believe what happened to me and Hashem is amazing and He's so good. If someone does something for you, you tell others, you want others to appreciate the goodness of the other. Well, you know the famous Nitzvah with the Karban Toda, that unlike the typical Shlomim, though we're given the same amount of meat to consume, it's in less of time. Why? So that by definition, the Karban Toda is designed. You have less time to eat the typical amount in a shlamim, but not the typical time allotted to a shlamim. Why? So you'll invite others to eat it with you. The only way to consume it and not leave it over is to invite others to enjoy it with you. Which means what? You are proclaiming your gratitude. Asuda Soda'a. Korban Toda. Today is commemorated with Asuda Soda'a. So Enu Lashem If you look at your life and you say, Wow, I woke up this morning and I have my faculties and my senses, a roof over my head, food to eat. If I have blessings, no matter how many hardships, challenges I also have, but if I have brachas, I have opportunities, I have blessings in my life, the answer that I give to the challenge of having those blessings is to respond bitodah with gratitude, bikoram, not to ourselves, but out loud, shared with others. Zamru lelokeinu bechinor, and we should, zamru means to, to play, to chant, with a kinor, with a harp, 
with an instrument. This is not with our words. It means we are the instrument. So it means that we are the instrument by using our voice. But it also means to literally use an instrument. Zamru always refers to with an instrument. The Groh Sonra, the Vran points out the Kinur has a certain connotation or association. In Tanakh and for Chazal, what is the Kinur used for? What is the instrument the Kinur used for? What did David HaMelech use it for? To wake up. To wake up. When a person is in a slumber, when a person is sleepwalking through life, it is the kinur that jars them, that rattles them, that wakes them up. And that's what David HaMelech is saying. Zamru lelokeinu bechinur. Play the kinur and get out of sleepwalking through life. Stop taking things for granted. Stop just assuming. But rather recognize the gifts, the brachas, the opportunities, the amazing, amazing graciousness and kindness of Hashem. Let the kinur literally or figuratively wake you up to see Hashem in your life. And when you do, you can't help but respond with gratitude. The Malbim points out in this Pasuk, we have both names of Hashem, both midos of Hashem referenced. Enu Lashem, Yudke Vavke, and Zamru Lelokeinu, the name Elokus. One is midos Adin, one is midos Arachamim, one reflects Hashem of justice. And the other is the Hashem of kindness. We're including both, says the Malbim, to tell us that when we feel Hashem's presence and when we feel Hashem's interaction, both from the position of kindness, but even when it feels like He's interacting with us, with Midas Hadin, we need to know that it's all part of a master plan. It's all part of the unfolding of our destiny collectively or individually. And it doesn't mean we understand it or appreciate it in the moment, but we live with the confidence and faith that for Hashem nothing is random or chance, but rather it's all part of a bigger plan. So we can feel gratitude not only for the things that we absorb, not only for that which we appreciate as Midas HaRachamim, but even the Midas HaDin, we long to that day, we'll be able to look back and evaluate and understand that it too was in fact a, a Rachamim that was hidden or couched within Din. And that's our Parsha. Yosef turns to his brothers when he reveals himself and he says, what do you think, you're the one who brought me down to Mitzrayim? This is all part of Hashem's master plan. We spoke about in the Parsha class this morning. What right did Yosef have to forgive them when their intent was negative, even if it turned out that Hashem made the result one which was positive. But Yosef had that attitude that what felt in the moment like Midas Adin, you threw me in a pit, you sold me into slavery, I languished in prison, all of that felt like major din. It was a system of judgment, of harshness, of cruelty. And yet, with a little perspective and context, it was part of Hashem's master plan. Yosef is yet able to acknowledge and realize that within his lifetime. And says the Mabim, that's what we're proclaiming, that we can feel gratitude both for the Yudke Vavke and for Elokus within this Pasuk.